Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, like I said earlier, we made it through the heat. 88 and sunny is a dang good temperature to be at. And even better, we're hanging out with Lori and Julia for two more hours before they head off to New York. So let's enjoy these two hours, you guys, and see what they got to tell us. Does this make anyone feel bad that Prince William is 40 today and Whoa. he went from a tousled hair, drop dead, gorgeous college boy to Balderrama? <laughs> no. Slightly grumpy. Slightly grumpy. Slightly grumpy. I'm so bad. I know it. It's it, the People magazine had a really cute. We posted it. Okay, perspective. I mean, it's fun looking back at all the pictures yes. of him. I mean, he was darling. So she, he looks so much like her. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. It, starting about like at about 14, 15, maybe when she died, you really notice because he did that up and under look yeah. under the hair and the eyes and then the photos. Even, you know, even this photo of it's so 80s, Princess Diana in a sailor dress. Mm-hmm. And, um, Will, you know, William's like a toddler of like maybe three or four. And Charles in his big bulky suit. They... They the unhappiness radiates. Oh, they look so they hated each ill other. at ease together mm-hmm. and whatever. And um, you know, yeah, twelve years is a lot when you're nineteen. When your partner is twelve years older and you're only nineteen. You're so young. Yeah. And and I think she and she was a virgin. Yeah, she really got her bubble burst yeah. in more ways than one when yeah. you think about it, because she thought it was her forever guy. And her Prince Charming was someone else's Charming and also wanted to be Charming to whomever else he met. Mm-hmm. Camilla. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. but, but you know, he had a very he was robust prince. Of, uh, yes, of course he, he did. He took advantage of the royal D. Well, Barbara I, Streisand. I know. Yep, he had a robust He hooked life. up with Barbara Streisand. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, like 1972 Barbara Streisand. Ooh, hot. 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 <laughs> Hot, hot. And he hot. actually was hot, and he was hot because of the Royal D. Yeah. Anyway, so William, happy birthday. The Heavy is the crown. Do you think when he opens up his pants, this place? Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, he said sure. that he, he, he penned something talking about, with, talking about how he wants to continue his mom's mission working with homeless people. Yeah, good. He I'm wants glad. to get more involved and in that he yeah. does want to raise his kids like how his mom... Raise yeah. them to be right. more involved in the community, right? And not have this. He does. He does seem like you know he really does enjoy being a dad. Oh my gosh, the you pictures know? of the three kids with him are darling. Yeah, I think even so though too. I think the kids are being raised by the one nanny and Carol. I don't Middleton. know, Lori. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I think these guys are more hands-on you, because of what sure. their parents experienced Never and what her dad, is, his dad, experienced. No one will be as standoffish as Queen Elizabeth was with Philip. Or, yeah. I mean, Charles. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was literally just raised by nannies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like you said, too, he is trying to live that. Because I think you were gone, Lori, when we talked about this, but it might have been last week or he was out and about in in London 
selling magazines that the money that the it's for a magazine where oh, the money yeah. goes to yeah. homeless people. And he was out there just hanging out with the common yeah. folk and and just you know be, he's trying he's yeah. trying i don't know they, i really know we don't know everything about his relationship with his brother harry be, no. but i will say there's a little jealousy but there's but it takes we you know are team harry but i think it takes a little bit of both sides i mean of because course. every breakup every hard part in a relationship each side has yes. to own a part of it. Right. And, um, and Harry's is that uh, William feels that he's abandoned him. 100%. What a, he more than anyone knows, like what it is. Like they've joked about being the spare in the air. Yeah. And Harry is in I've never heard yeah, of oh, the spare in the air. Yeah, spare. this is how. Oh, that's this is an old one. Beautiful. That goes back to Yeah, beautiful. but I mean, it is true about yeah. the two ways you have of responsibility. So, mm-hmm. you know, William feels betrayed by that, but 100%. Harry feels betrayed by the fact that, yes. that uh, William threw his wife under yeah. the bus. I mean, come it's on. Both. I mean, and it's lifelong brothers. Yeah. And- so I have faith that they will figure it out. But it's just going to take some more time. Yeah. And William has to make peace with whoever he has to make peace with. He he has to stop being jealous about Harry and figure out a way, a face-saving way for Harry to come back and do royal duty light. I they think need so. him. I think they do because they need him and they yeah. he, they need and they could use Megan because she mm-hmm. looks like uh anyway, so I think if he cuz really that more than anything William doesn't he wants someone else to help share the burden oh a little bit. Oh my gosh, and it's So a he'll have to make it right. Yeah, I think it takes both sides a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Harry would have to agree to it and he mm-hmm. also would have to forgive his brother. For being, uh, you know, imagine uh, being, imagine though, you know, William's side of it for a second of just really being abandoned by your partner, your comadre, your person that you grew up with. That gosh, it's gonna again, be all someday. brothers and sisters grow up yeah. to live their own lives. You're well, not, 100%, I understand, but, again, but it's different this, when you're royal, Lord. That's right, because you think you've got the fealty of somebody lifelong sworn thing, and it's not the middle ages anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't work. I that think way. It, I think it would be hard. I think it's hard on both of them, you know, harder than we even know. Well, hopefully Princess I, Diana is vid- visiting them in the forms of dragonflies and making, um, some. giving some messages from the other side that they <laughs> can a, interpret. A, a lovely uh, listener sent us an email, you know, breaking that, down. Uh, yeah. B- dragonflies visiting you. It's a sign. It's a sign from someone from mm-hmm. the other side. that. Wants and I had to, a dragonfly hanging out with me hardcore on Father's Day. And she's like, that was probably that your, dad, your dad. Yeah. That is weird on Father's Day. I have heard of that, though. But yes, yeah, now that, that when you look at it through those yeah. eyes, through your dragonfly eyes. Because it would eyes. not leave me alone. And I'm like, boy, we are up close, you and I. Right. The dragonfly. And I'm like, like would he land on your shoulder? On my arm, on my tube. And I'm I'm trying to like flee it, but Aww. I don't want to kill it. I don't want right. to be nice. So I just let it sit there. And I just kept staring at it. Yeah. We had eye contact. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just, you know. It was so weird. I've never been that close. Knee. Yeah. Yeah, you were need a knee. It was funny. I just had never <laughs> had anything stare at me that long. Yeah, a bug. Well, I'm, I was going to say know, a bug. A yeah, bug, yeah, that's mm-hmm. kind of, that's very cool. I know. I like yeah. to think that maybe it was your that. pops or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Listen, when we come back, it's time for random thoughts. 
Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Here is something that's not random. Um, happy summer solstice. Today that's is right. the longest day of the year. Mm-hmm. It's going to be light the latest. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy all the sunlight. Oh, I, I, I do not like this hullabaloo. Like this is like some some ending for it summer. It isn't an ending. It's okay. just a great day where it's going to be light forever. It's the longest I, day. If I think we, we lose sat three out last minutes night. by September. Yeah, that's I, all it is. That's yeah, all it that's is. That's all it is. We sat out last night to like nine, huh. almost nine fifteen. It was still yeah light enough out. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. It's. It's going to be really a good long day, like in Ely or anyone in the Boundary Waters, although it's uh, it's so hot, I can't imagine how it's muggy it would be. It's not that hot today. No, but up there, it's like the heat dome kind of moved up, I mm-hmm. guess. Did it? Oh, yeah. I've... If it's hot in the Boundary Waters, the bugs are miserable. Oh, yes. You and need well, a breeze. Last night, we had a breeze. Yes. So you could sit out on That's your deck the in the heat. It was fantastic. Yeah. Oh, but... Or a fan. Put a fan mm-hmm. outside. That's what I have That's on my what... deck. Yep. I have the mm-hmm. oscillating uh, shop fan. Put it in my post, and it is the best bug it repellent best. you could ever yep. have. Yep. Best yep. bug repellent you can have. Yep. Okay, so here's a little um, tippy tip. Um if you like to play um, games like Candy Crush or any kind of games on your phone, if you put your phone in airplane mode, it stops the ads from coming through. Oh, I wonder. Oh, I did not I, know that. I, I'm trying to think if you could do this when you're reading a website, but it's oh. not the same because you need the fresh data. Yeah, right. Um, but like, so that's kind of like a good tip for people. Um, yeah. Because I'm, it, it's annoying. Do you play games on your phone? I have played a few. I know friends who do jigsaw puzzles on their phone. Yeah. I've, I've, I haven't played Wordle in a week. I have a it's bad for your eyes. Oh, for crying out loud, it's fun. Yeah, yeah I'm just it's saying, fun. I'm just saying that like all that mo- motion around and whatever, my eyes are too lazy. Yeah. Lazy boobs, lazy eyes. What else is going to go? Your ears? Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. Yeah. I, I've got selective hearing as yeah. it is for, for she certain She certainly things. does. We don't know what else uh-huh. is going to be too lazy. That's your word of the summer. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, this is something that I think is smart, is that U.S. lawmakers um, are trying to, are calling for a standardized um, charger for all phones. Please. 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 This is for Apple people because yes. Android has already done this for yep. years and years. For, for Apple, but so many outlets that go in now, Lori, have the USB charger yeah. thing automatic. You know, yeah. that's how the new outlets we are. We got going other in. bigger things to worry well, about. Well, whatever. Gotcha. I'm just, this is random. Right, I'm giving party. you random facts. All right. I hate when you get ca- mechanical. Well, <laughs> I thought, I didn't think that that was too mechanical. No, this, is something, very mechanical. this is something it's people. This is something people. I mean, it's an outlet, really. My God, that's mechanical. Jeez Louise. Really, you are something. Okay, so people that smell good behave more with more confidence, which makes them See, Michael more, Rambo yesterday 100%. smelled amazing. But, but here's the caveat, because this is different. So people who smell good mm-hmm. just are more confident. Mm-hmm. They appear more attractive, True. even if others can't smell your scent. Mm. So just by putting on perfume or cologne for yourself... I've it's gotta, enough. I've got to put another spritz of my cocoa. I I have to put a little bit more on too. Mm-hmm. I leave it in my car. I you can't do, believe it's it so bad. Doesn't on a matter. Hot day, it, it, I don't it care, Lori. I leave perfume. everything in my car. Yeah. 
I know, but you're oh. breaking down. And you're Fine. ruining it. You're be- it's becoming toilet water, essentially. Well, we'll see- next time you see me, you can just tell me I smell like a toilet. I mean, but you always say that your perfume never smells. It it's never from does. leaving it in the car. The stuff I put on the house, by the time I get to the car, it's gone. It oh. doesn't... I can't hold a scent. That's just a weird thing. You're but your own scent trapped on I you. am. Especially <laughs> on my armpits. Um, other things that are happening out there today. Okay, so you and I are traveling. So a lot of people are traveling this summer. Some tips just to be reminded of that we really like. Lori, you are adamant about this. She makes lists. Oh, you I always like make a list. Smart. That's you smart. are. Yeah. I think one thing that I learned from my mom that I didn't do this trip, but I almost do every other trip is I bring an extension cord. Because so many times outlets are in weird places and hotel rooms are at places you're going Mm -hmm. and they don't have enough outlets. Mm -hmm. That is too Beverly Hillbilly for me. Well, of course, (laughs) because you stay at five-star hotels, Lori. I don't. Yeah, I know, but I've never known you to take... uh, I take it to Bozeman every time I go. Okay, but you've never taken it to Beverly Hills, darling. Yes, I have. Yes, well, I we've have. gone to our I Beverly have. Terrace because a lot of them Beverly Her- Terrace they don't have good outlets there. Yeah. Remember? No, you know I don't, don't remember you ever because I I never I or you use never anything. You don't ever. What use if you're anything? using like a hair straightener and you got well, two Julie's girls? Well, has got there? this plug-in vibrator that she won't travel without, exactly. and it's <laughs> on a twenty-foot extension cord. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. I need it. Oh, there we go. Um, we don't out. fold our clothes anymore. We roll them. Yeah, and if you yes. can roll it in tissue paper. That's another thing. I'm a little nervous because I brought a white dress that Ever Reeve to wear tomorrow. Yeah. But I rolled it in Christmas tissue paper. Oh, so well, that's it good. could be green and red by tomorrow. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see what happens. Um, wear your heaviest stuff if possible. We always yeah. know that, you know, in the winter. Um, well, even now, like wear your tennis shoes. Yes. The, a jacket that you're bringing. Uh, you know, yes. like your yeah. bulkier stuff. Items. Wear, wear your yeah. bulkier stuff. Yep. On the journey. Yes. Now, Grant, do you know this? That uh, the Green Bay Packers were named after the Indian Packing Company, which gave them $500 for uniforms and equipments when the franchise started in 1919. I did not know the, the amount of money in the jerseys, but I have heard that name before. Mm-hmm. Yes, but wow, that $500. $500. That's one. a lot of money back in 1919 yeah. for equipment and uniforms. But that's one of the... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's an easy, that's a good buy-in for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. And if someone just felt like they wanted, was feeling really flush and wanted to buy America... If you wanted to buy all the land right now, it would cost you just $23 trillion, just in case. That's a cool stat Just in right case there. you're feeling flush today. $23 trillion. 
Isn't that crazy? I wonder what it would, you know, this is, sorry, no side no, questions, I don't but care. I want to know what the land just in Montana would cost. Just all the land in Montana. Double or triple by oh, by man. the time, the end of today. Oh, God. Yeah, by the end of the day, it's going to triple for sure. Wait till you see it, Laurie. Oh, Lori doesn't like this conversation. Yeah. She's already bored. No, oh God, I, man, my, do you have something? Man. You're so bugging me. <laughs> is that I like this is one that this you is told one. me about the games, even though that got us off on another. All right, well tangent. here here's one that yesterday <laughs> we I got a text from our good friend Neil the Knitter, yeah. who said to me, "Can this made me smile?" Okay. okay. Can you meet me in the notions department at Penny's sometime? Oh. I need some advice on buttons. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh so much. Yeah. And so today in the machine, 143 years ago today in 1879, Frank Woolworth oh. opened his first five and dime store in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Mm. He sold items for no more than 10 cents oh. and went broke. He then opened another store in a better location and went on to becoming one of America's richest men. And what is sold in a notions department, people? Buttons. Pens. Pa- paper. No. Dime store. That's what I think of oh. it as known as a dime notions store. Notions is else. sewing. Sewing. So buttons yes. and things and notions. Thread. And haberdashery. Yeah. The haberdashery in Britain Hats. means Hats. sewing um, buttons and things onto things for men, but in you in here in the U.S. it just means men's clothing because mm-hmm. you know there's Jaime's haberdashery downtown. Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. men's clothing. Mm-hmm. So, but just the word notions, notions just made me smile. Yeah, it's like um, in a department store or it, they used to be standalone foundation wear stores. Oh, yes. The foundation department, which is where girdles and bras, bras and, and pantyhose were sold. Ah. And in a minute, but apparel is a foundation store. store yes. yes. In the olden days, that's yes. what it would have been called. Oh. And um, I love that. Because it's foundation garments is sort of the oh. idea behind Skim it. Skim don't cling. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you learned that. That's all cool. Right. Well, there we go. That's all I'm going to give with you, share today. I liked it. I have many more things, but... That's it. You'll save them for another hot summer day. I'm going to save them. Um, and they would all probably have bothered you, Laurie. Which <laughs> would have been a win. Would have been a win. That is perfect music to introduce our next guest. Uh, joining us is Twin Cities Jazz Festival founder, Steve Heckler. Hi, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hi. How are you guys doing? We're fantastic. We're fantastic. And uh, one of our favorite times of the year is coming up, the Twin Cities Jazz Festival. How many years is this now, Steve? Well, this will be year 24. Wow. 24 years this year. Yeah. Downtown St. Paul in Lower Town, presented by our friends at AARP Minnesota. So what are we going to, what's going to happen this year? Oh, uh, first of all, well, it's this Friday and this Saturday, yes. so June 24th and 25th, you know, of course, and uh, it's still a free event. Everything is free. So that's you amazing. Know, you can't, can't go wrong with that. Right? right. And there's a few things. We have a young artist named Matthew Whitaker, a blind piano player and B3 player who is probably going to be a, he's a rising star. And I think he's one of the best young kind of jazz, funk, gospel players out there. And he's just fantastic. And that's Friday night. And before him is Emmett Cohen, another young, fantastic player. 
And then on Saturday, that music you were playing was a Treme, the Treme Brass Band. Oh, fun. One of my favorite bands when I'm down in New Orleans. You know, it's one of these bands. I thought we'd have some fun up here in Minnesota, right? Oh, I'm so, I was so excited when I saw that. Well, first of all, you have 300 musicians ages 16 to 77. But yeah, the Treme Brass Band, because that to me, like I never... I never really experienced that until the first time I went to New Orleans and heard a brass band, and we don't have the opportunity to see very much, you know, here. Right. So that's so fun that, that they're playing. Is it Saturday night? Yeah, that's Saturday night. And, okay. Uh, yeah, it's down at Mears Park. Oh, my gosh. How? So, I mean, my gosh. So everything, you've got three outdoor stages, and then uh, there's a lot of clubs and bars and venues that are having things going on all weekend. Yeah, I meant that that's kind of one of my things I wanted to talk to you about is that, as you remember, we were interviewing last September, I think it was, when yeah. we were talking. We were, you know, wondering what we're going to do. How is this going to work? Right. We were down to one. one you know, I mean, you know, by design, we were keeping it safe. We were down to one. And uh, we didn't know how this was going to work this year. All of a sudden, like 27 venues called and wanted to be part of the jazz festival. And I'm talking about hosting music in their clubs, in their venues. So it's one of the largest festivals we've ever done. And uh, as you said earlier, we have 300 local Minnesota musicians are in these playing around there. And uh, it's a walking event. So you come down to Mears Park and you enjoy it. And if you feel like walking to a stage or one of the venues, you go there. If you want to see another venue, you go there. And, uh, you know, the beer is cold and the wine is good and uh, yeah. soda, whatever. And it's going to be a good jazz is going to be running all day and all night there. Okay. Lori and I have been many, many years. We, neither of us can make it this year, but it is so much fun. It this weekend, the Twin Cities time. Jazz Festival, it's free. It's fun to be outside. It's fun to be in that environment. And like you, you said, can bring your own chairs yeah, if you want. But you can walk into bars yeah, right. and there's a different band playing. Then right. you can walk to another when there's a band playing. Then you see the main stage and there's great food and there's beverages. It is so much fun and free. Yes. If, if you like good jazz and good good food trucks and good beer, this is a... And even if you don't like you don't know about it, you know, it's it's, it's very approachable jazz. And, uh, and I, it, regardless, it's a fun event to be part of something like this in St. Paul. It, it is. We're, it's, we're taking over the whole city. Yeah, it is kind of like um, our friend Stephanie Hansen always says, when Minneapolis, St. Paul are good, they're very, very good. And this is like one of St. Paul's very, very best um, events, events yeah. we think. Uh-oh. Oh, Steve, you'll be I'm here. I'm here. Oh, good. Okay. Uh-oh. We're, we're, we're just going. Yeah. yeah. We're just saying we do love this, the, this, you know, the Twin Cities Jazz Festival. And so grateful that you had the idea to put this together 24 years ago. That's really something. You're going to have your Jubilee year next year, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I, yeah. We, we are getting to that age where. <laughs> where we start hitting 25 years. It's it's just amazing that the community supported it, that the musicians are practice, practicing, and we have uh, people come down and support this thing. So I'm hoping people listening come on down. It's uh, it's, it's a free event, and that's, uh, you know, yeah. you're guaranteed you'll like something. Yeah, Steve, do you um, always, um, like, when you scout for people that you're going to have play at this festival or whatever, like how far out, out do you have to do that? And is that the best part of your job? Oh, my God. Thanks for asking that. I mean, basically, I get to book people I idolized growing up. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> people that I actually, musicians that I've absolutely loved and even young musicians. So you, you're asking when we start scout, we're scouting now for 2025. Wow. Oh, excuse me, for 2024. Three, okay. I mean, no, 2023, I'm sorry. I, have to go a year. I lost my head. 2023, we're already scouting for next year. Yeah. And and do you, and, uh, do you so love that part of the job? Trying to, I'm sorry? Do you love that part of the job? I. That's kind of have to, well, that's the main reason of kind of doing okay. it. I love doing it. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love being able to, uh, you know, be part of this and see that, see these musicians at this level performing and something that, uh, that we created. And yeah. it's just really, uh, and it's just fun. Like I said, it'd be like uh, booking a band you love, you want to see, and you get a chance to meet them and and uh, support them. It's, yeah. just really, it's, it's a unique, a very unique experience to be able to do this. And, I believe uh, it. You know, yeah, it, I do love that part of the job. And if uh, people sorry? want more information, you go to TwinCitiesJazzFestival.com. And I'm just looking at all of the artists, and there is such a lineup. And you talked about Matthew Whitaker, and you talked about the Treme brand. I mean, these guys perform at everything huge. Yes. This is a big darn deal, and it's yeah. free. And also, yeah. if you can't make it, aarp.org backslash mn has a way to watch it virtually. Oh, okay. So you can go and do it that way. Yeah. Um, and um, they're a big sponsor here at my talk, so we just want to give them a shout-out because they're sponsoring this event, and this has oh, been yeah. theirs. Absolutely. So it's super fun. Yeah, fantastic. And there's always good wine and beer. I mean, we, Lori and I have had many, many fun nights it's down a, there, Steve. Yeah, yeah, we really have. <laughs> And and so you've got you've got the stage at Mears Park, and then do you have two other outdoor stages? Yes, there's one down on Fifth Street, which is right next to Mears Park, and right. then one on Saturday at the Farmers Market. Okay, is, uh, oh, fun. Absolutely fantastic. Also, the live, if you go to the TwinCitiesJazzFestival dot com, yeah, folks listening, you'll see how to click on the virtual show. Oh, you can do it right there. Just click oh. on it. The virtual streaming show is also free. And it is presented by AARP Minnesota. Big shout out! Mm-hmm. And we're broadcasting the Jazz eighty eight uh, stage on the, on the live broadcast, so they'll be able to see the headliners on that. And again, they just you just log in, and it's that simple. You can watch the show. Yeah. Oh, I love this. I know. And oh my gosh, it's so, so there's fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> no reason to stay at home this weekend, and I think the weather is going to be perfect. Yes. Yes, that's your job. That's what you've been very good at. That's it's right. about time, though. I mean, because there's been some rainy ones, yeah. you know. So this, you've got to be excited about the weather forecast. Yeah, and even if it rains, it passes by. You know, I, know. I mean, a lot of time, if it rains, usually it's passing, and then we, we, as soon as it's gone, we we go again. And right. you run and into we'll, one of the know, bars had, or restaurants right there, and it's yeah. always it's right. fun. Yeah, right. And people duck into restaurants and the venues, watch a band, and then when it's I mean, we've had some severe weather before, and uh, 20 minutes later, we're going. Yeah. So yeah. don't let that stop you from coming down. That should not be a reason. We are going uh, either way. Ranger, we are happy having this event. Yeah. Are, do the musicians, do they, for a lot of people, is it the first time they've ever played in Minnesota? Is the Twin Cities Jazz uh, so, Festival? Yeah, well, we had originally booked Matthew Whitaker um, uh, in 2020, and of course we had to cancel it. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to choose him, but he had a chance to play to Dakota, which was great. Oh, okay. Minneapolis. So he's, uh, yeah, Emmett, oh. Emmett, we were the first to introduce Emmett, uh, Brandon Goldberg. Mm-hmm. This will be his first time in Minnesota okay. performing. Fun. With kind of a band. And, uh, uh, Treme, I believe was here. I think he, I think I've seen him years ago at the state fair of all places. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. you're, I think you're right about that. Oh yeah. I, anytime if I can hear a brass band or oh, a Zydeco yeah. band, I, 
I just love it because we just don't get an opportunity. You don't. We don't. To hear that music. So Twin Cities Jazz Festival this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Steve, have a wonderful no festival kidding. and just a great, great uh, time. Great. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Oh, no problem. This is the most stages in the festival's history. So this a good, yes. good, fun lineup. Wow. And what time does it We're start? Very fortunate. I'm sorry? What time does it start uh, both days? Okay, so on Friday, June 24th, it starts at 4 p.m. Mm-hmm. It goes till 10. And Saturday, it goes from noon to 10 p.m. Okay. And I think I told you, we have over 100 kids playing this festival, youth performers. Oh, wow. So that's kind of fun. We got that back again. Good. And we have some pre-festival stuff on Thursday, June 23rd. Um, there's some pre-festival shows around the city. Okay. And again, it's all on our web- all on the website. You can TwinCitiesJazzFestival.com and you can get all the, the schedule and, and uh, enjoy it all. All right. Wonderful. Very cool. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. No problem. Twin Cities Jazz Festival. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to Hollywood speak wigs in a purple chair. Here's a little Matthew Whitaker to end out the segment, okay. too. He's got a great sound. Mm-hmm. This is the kid who's been blind. Blind, right. young kid. He was the opening for Stevie Wonder in the Apollo Theater's yes. Hall of Fame. Yes. This guy. Good time. Good time. Oh, my gosh. And yeah, if you couldn't go, you could watch it virtually. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. TwinCitiesJazzFestival.com. All right, listen, we'll be right back. Right. The Wendy Williams show came to a bittersweet end on Friday afternoon. I have to admit, I got a little teary-eyed. It didn't play until the very end of the show. The and they relied mostly on clips from the 10-year anniversary. But they did a montage of all the famous people that have been on her show. Everyone's and been on it. Everyone was on it and stuff like that. So... But it, it, and, and, you know, Suzanne and Norman and the gang, they were all hugging each other. I would think a lot of them would be offered jobs on Sherry Shepard because right. it's going to be taped in the same build. studio. I think so. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but I don't know, you know, sometimes they use these opportunities to get rid of people. Right. And, you know, anyway, but it was a pretty big crew of people. But there's a story in page six. Here's the story. Okay. Quote, the wigs are still here. Wendy didn't come and get them, so they're being thrown out. <gasps> the chair is just going to be th- thrown out. <gasps> Production is not even bothering to try to donate the chair to a museum like The View did with their original table after 10 years. They gave it to the Smithsonian. And I feel like that chair had a prince tie. It, it had a... My, well, it was purple, Lori. No, I know, but it was like there was some story anyway. Um... No love lost there is the Hollywood speak. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) No love lost there. Let's be done. Yeah. Yeah. They're just going to throw it out. Well, that'll be a good dumpster diving day (laughs) at the Wendy Williams, wherever that alley is that they're doing that stuff in. A rep for the Wendy Williams show did not respond to page six. Why didn't they do like a charity online auction and donate the money to charity? I mean, I... That is just that's just a waste of resources. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it does could've. have meaning. How you doing? I yeah. mean, she was so And they had a very funny montage, but I think they did it for the tenure of the how you doing. Yeah. Um, but like Sherry Shepard hosted the finale. She wore red. She looked like a million bucks. Um, it felt a little bit 
as a longtime Wendy Watcher fan, it felt a little shady that Sherry was hosting the Goodbye Show. I give producers credit for booking Vanessa Williams as the last guest because she was the first guest. Oh, love it. Because love she was it. a fan of Ra- Wendy's radio show, so right. she was a true Wendy Williams fan. And so they did that, but it felt slightly rub in the face that Sherry Shepard was hosting it. I kind of wish that Michael Rappaport, who gave Wendy a lot of respect and yeah. was fun with the... Of course they'd have Sherry do it because they wanted you to get to know her because she's coming know, back, know, Lori, in that time slot. I know, I Yeah, know, that I makes know. sense, I know, though. I know, but it felt a little bit for the long time, you know, uh, whatever. And Wendy Williams told Bill, Billy Bush, I was watching Extra, she's doing a podcast. Well, of course she is. That seems yeah. reasonable yeah. Yep. and good and not as much stress yes. because I think for whatever reason, when the collapse of her marriage and her husband had been her EVP for the TV show all these years, he insulated and protected her from the business that stressed her out. Yeah, somehow. I, I would agree. She had yeah. physical things going on. Then emotionally, really her husband had a has collapse. a baby. Yeah, with you know, and he's her most trusted business partner with her money. With her money, but, but the he, mistress placed on the road. Yeah, he he thought it was a travesty. That's what he said about Debmar Mercury that they didn't even attempt to reach out to Wendy. So maybe he's speaking for Wendy. He gave it a statement to Entertainment Tonight. It's the first time in the history of talk shows for this to be done for a show that's been on for more than 10 years. There's absolutely no reason why a bigger celebration that involved Wendy couldn't have happened. Hmm. That's her ex. That's good. I'm glad Kevin is speaking out on her behalf. Yeah. He called him right out. Yeah. Debmar, a travesty. Yeah. So Remember, though, the I- reason he was... That Wendy Williams got no love but from a lot of people yes, was because he, he was such a pain in the butt that Andy Cohen said, I never wanted yeah. to even have you on because your husband was such a dinkus Moranis. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the truth. Right. Everyone thought he was such a dink to work with mm-hmm. that he held her back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paris Hilton is at the Lions uh, thing in Cannes. It's the big TV thing. It's... It's happened for like maybe the last seven or eight years. The Lions. Uh, well, it's, here, it's called Can Lions and it's all about TV, TV, TV. So okay. they have panels and all this stuff. And Paris Hilton spoke at a panel and she said this. Um, I've always been ahead of my time because she is considered the original influencer by some of today's top social media um, brands or talents that she is the one who started all this. Paris Hilton. Yes, she is. Yeah. All right, cool. That she's always been. Do you think you can go along with her saying she's always been ahead of her time? She has been. 100%. That's yeah. hot. Yeah. I mean, she was like the first. She did the first reality show, The Simple Life, really, if you think yeah. about it, with yeah. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And she was. My, well, Ozzy might have been on there well, first. All right, but yeah. Fine, but she, you did know the, she was that first reality slash influencer. Yeah. She, she had that influence. And she had the Avatar game, the Paris game before, like, the Kardashians did. She recorded a hell of a song, Stars Are Blind. Apparently, she and Britney did a karaoke of that together at the wedding reception of Britney. 
Oh. Did you yeah, know that? Yeah. You did start yeah, surviving. Yeah, yeah. But she, uh, and she also told the panel that her younger self would be thrilled with her accomplishments of her older that. self. I love that. Yeah, Good I do for too. Her. Young Paris would be so proud of me for making all my dreams come true. I mean, I can hear her saying that with complete, you know, not a hint of irony no, in her exactly, voice. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she came dressed to the Can Line conference looking like a Paris Barbie doll. She does look like a Barbie doll. Yeah. That's an interesting look. All right, here I've got one okay. for you. Bachelorette star Katie Thurston and John Hershey break up. No one even knows who these two are, <laughs> and nobody cares. <laughs> that Katie Thurston. Yeah. Remember, she was originally on um, the season with Matt James. Yes. And then she brought him the yeah. vibrator, didn't she? Yes. And then she had her own thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah nobody that's, uh, yeah. All right. Okay. I um, know who she is. Amber Heard is in talks. I told you this last week to write a tell-all book now that she has, quote-unquote, nothing to lose. Um. You've got no readers to read. <laughs> That'd be my Hollywood speech. Yeah. Who's going to read this? It reminds me so much of like, I, obvi- people aren't interested in her. Yeah. One thing, you know, that on that dateline, I did end up watching it and she showed Savannah her pages yeah, of I therapist know. notes. You should ask your mom. I think therapists write in shorthand. They do not write hand like a journal. Right. So right away I look at these notes and I'm like, I don't think therapists, therapists write like a journal. My mom, as a therapist, I would no sooner give her notes to one of her patients. Right. That's my mom's notes. A, and it's also written in shorthand yeah. for them to maybe do something later. Because well, you have to write so quickly and anyway, after yeah. every patient. I mean, it's just. Yeah, who's going to read Who's going to read that book? Okay. I, I think people are done with her. Good luck to her on that one. The Kardashians exposed for staging family meeting about Tristan Thompson. This comes as a surprise to nobody. <laughs> I've said this all along about this Hulu show. Everything on this show is like they filmed something to just go in with where the status was now just a few weeks ago. And what gave it away? Someone forgot on the continuity board to remember what Courtney wore on the day that was really supposed supposedly filmed. Mm-hmm. So they stage, they recreate little moments of reality. Yeah. You'd have to. No, you don't have to. You but don't that's think so what they have. Guys? Yeah, no, this is how that's, they're, they're threading the needle so hard on it, this. Is anyone watching it? No, it's not good. Mm-mm. It's not good. It's kind of boring. I keep thinking I would want to, but no, I don't. No, you don't, Joey. I you don't. Then and you don't now.